Welcome to Hey Joe, a podcast answering questions asked by our listeners. Created by pet professionals for pet professionals. And now, your host, Hey Joe's very own, Joe Zuccarello. What's up, everyone? Joe Zuccarello here, and welcome to Hey Joe, a podcast brought to you by Paragon School of Pet Grooming. Check out our site at paragonpetschool.com for lots of really cool information on a variety of programs, products, and to connect to educational resources such as webinars, podcasts, current events, special news, certifications, and lots of other helpful information to help you grow yourself, your team, and of course your business. Let's get started with this week's episode. Hey everybody, Joe Zuccarello here, and you are listening to another episode of the Hey Joe podcast where you get a chance to listen in on a real coaching call between myself and an industry expert. Uh, Many of the questions we receive straight from our listener audience, and most of those start with the words, Hey Joe. Okay, so now you've decided to, or maybe you're really close to deciding on the career path of mobile grooming. And maybe you're wondering, okay, what do I do next? Uh, Maybe you're asking yourself, what things do I need to know to help me be successful and avoid failure? Or what do I need to know to uh, to put into place or put into practice right from the very beginning? Or what if I'm already mobile? What should I know to maybe help me, maybe help my business grow? Uh, today, we're talking again with John Stockman, and he is the sales guru at Wagon Tails Mobile Grooming Units, a uh, very popular and lead, uh, industry-leading mobile unit outfitter. John is going to continue to talk to us about the important attributes associated with operating a successful mobile grooming business and how Wagon Tails can help you achieve that success. And as always, you can go to paragonpetschool.com to learn more about John and to download uh, the transcript from this podcast and, of course, to subscribe to this podcast. So John and I will be talking today about the seven keys to successful mobile grooming. Uh, You're going to want to definitely stick around to the very end of the podcast to hear about a very special and exclusive offer that John is making available to all of the Hey Joe podcast listener audience. Thank you to that audience. Thank you to the Hey Joe listener audience for sending us questions about this topic and other topics that you would like to see us cover on future podcasts. If you want to submit your question for possible use on a future Hey Joe podcast, it's really easy. Simply email us at heyjoequestions at paragonpetschool.com. And if you haven't done so already, please do remember to subscribe to the podcast and pass it along, share it to share it with your friends and family and colleagues. So without further ado, let's get talking to John. Hey everybody, Joe Zuccarello here with the Hey Joe podcast and I am joined by John Stockman. John Stockman is a uh, the sales guru, if you would, over at Wagon Tails Mobile Grooming Units. And uh, if you haven't seen the Wagon Tails vans, uh, you probably may or may not know that the mobile grooming uh, area units in your area are are wagon tails. But uh, I, John assures us that uh, uh, they are certainly uh, the leader of the pack. And if you've ever seen one of their mobile grooming vans, you would agree as well, just by not only seeing them, but the minute you step inside one of the vans. Uh, I want to go ahead and uh, uh, remind everybody uh, that if you have any questions that you would like answered on a future podcast, simply email us at heyjoquestions at paragonpetschool.com. You can visit our website at paragonpetschool.com to, uh, uh, to receive the, the latest news on all of our podcasts and to learn all about our podcast guests. But for this particular episode, you're welcome also to visit Wagon Tails 
wagntails.com. That's W-A-G-N tails.com to learn more about uh, John's product and all of the, uh, the really great efforts up at Wagontails. John, thanks for joining us today. Hey, Joe. So, John, tell us uh, about yourself and about what's going on over at Wagontails. Well, um, I've been with Wagontails uh, coming up on 13 years. I've, I've spent my entire career um, working with small businesses like mobile, groom, mobile grooming businesses and uh, car dealerships, RV dealerships, that kind of thing. So my, my background is sales and consulting small businesses. Uh, what's going on with Wagontails? We're busy. Um, business is fantastic. The mobile grooming business is doing very well. Um, people are demanding convenience and our clients are providing that. You know, they're providing a, a luxury at home convenient service and getting premium pricing for it and everybody's happy. That's great. And John, uh, I want to let the Hey Joe listener audience out there know that John is a repeat guest on the Hey Joe podcast. So if you'd like to uh, uh, listen to one of John's other podcasts, feel free to visit our webpage, the, the episodes uh, page on uh, paragonpetschool.com. And uh, you can find the other episodes. I know we've, we've covered content such as uh, kind of an overview of the mobile grooming business and some things to consider of why it might be a, a, a career path option for you. So I encourage you guys to do that. But today we are going to be talking about uh, what John and the group at Wagon Tales calls the seven keys to success. And I got to tell you, as an entrepreneur, I like the idea of somebody such as uh, uh, this particular company uh, providing information to other entrepreneurs to help them, uh, to help steer them. Uh, that's a mobile grooming joke, right? Steer, uh, steer them down the right path. There you go. I'll just, the, the hits just keep coming. I'm here all week. Uh, but, uh, but these seven keys to success. And, and one of the very first keys, uh, John, that you point out is pricing. And uh, you call it the most common but biggest mistake that uh, mobile groomers can make. Can you explain why that is? Well, um, most, most mobile groomers are coming out of a shop scenario and, you know, they, they know what shop pricing is like, uh, mobile grooming on the other hand is entirely different. Um, the most common mistake they make is, is pricing themselves too low. But what you have to keep in mind with this business is the price that you charge directly affects the type of customer you attract. So what you want to do is you want to price yourself um, in the high end of the market because those are the kind of customers you'll attract. They're the more affluent. They're more like, likely to, to uh, take very good care of their pets. They'll get on a shorter groom cycle. Um, it, it just basically is setting your price um, as, at a premium because you're pr providing a premium at-home service. Um, that's, that's basically um, going to attract the more affluent customer. So, John, what if, you know, when you, when you say affluent customer, there's probably some of our listeners out there that uh, uh, that particular customer immediately pops in their head, who is the person with maybe some more means than others, financial means than others, while other members of our other listeners in our audience might be saying, what if I, what if I don't think that there's any of those types of people in my market, the affluent yeah, customers? Right. Yeah. And when I say affluent, I don't mean people that are living in giant McMansions. Um, these are just people where both parents work. Um, the kids have activities. They're busy, busy, busy. Um, you know, you, you don't have to look very far in your market. To, all you have to do is look around. You have people that don't clean their own pool. They could. They don't cut their own grass. They could. 
they don't, you know, so they don't shop for their own groceries. They don't clean their own house. I mean, they, their time is more valuable than, than their money. Um, that doesn't mean that, um, you know, they have to be upper, upper class, um, you know, middle class and up, um, pretty much cuts it. And, um, you know, they, they've got, they've got pets, usually more than one, and they're going to, you know, they're members of the family. So they're going to take care of the pet. And, um, yeah, I, I don't want you to think affluent. They have to be, you know, millionaires, not by any, any case. Uh, the last bit of research we did, I think the average household income, um, for, for, for both was, was somewhere in the $80,000 range. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, you, you've got neighborhoods all around you with those kind of clients and, and finding clientele, um, isn't the hardest part of mobile grooming. The hardest part of mobile grooming and what I spend a great deal of my time counseling, you know, when, when somebody first buys one of the vans, we spend a lot of time counseling with them on how to launch, operate, and grow the business. And pricing is a very uh, key category on that. But, but I also tell them, look, your, your phone's going to ring off the hook. And the, the, the biggest word I need to put into your vocabulary is a very simple two-letter word, no. Because you're going you, if you take on all comers, you're going to burn out. So um, basically what you want to do is you'll, you'll target specific areas. And, um, you know, getting the price uh, is not really an issue. Um, you know, you can get it, but you have to learn how to sell your benefits. Right. So, so one of the things with price, you know, I know that you had made reference to a lot of your, uh, a lot of your groomers who choose mobile grooming as a career path are used to salon pricing and right. salon pricing makes total sense for the salon. But in the mobile, sure. what you're doing is you're trading a premium price for time. And you've often told exactly. me before, what you're selling, what you're selling back to the customer isn't just a great groom and great customer experience. You're selling back to them their time, which I thought was just a brilliant way to think about it. But so, but one of the, the one of the methods that you recommend that I, I, got to believe is probably different than most grooming salons is pricing the groom by the hour. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and to just jump back real quick. Yeah. You're, you're giving them a gift that no one else can give them. And that's the gift of time because everybody's pressed for time. So um, yeah, the, the way you price yourself with a mobile is you price it by the hour. Now that's not something you communicate that with a customer. Uh, when it's your initial visit to that client, um, you know, you're going to ask all the questions when you're setting up the appointment. How long has it been since the dog's been groomed? You brush it. Yeah. So on and so forth. Um, you know, you may and the get customer there and, lies, lies to you and tell you that they brush it every day. <laughs> yeah. Is your, is your pet matted? No. And then when you get there, you can pick it up with a comb. But, um, but what you'll do is you'll, you'll, you'll try to get an idea of how long it's going to take you to groom that pet. And you're going to quote a range because you, you know, like I said before, you, you pick it up with a comb. You don't know the condition of the pet when you first get there. And this is with the initial contact. So, you want to price on a range, and if it's a, you know, if, if the average price in your area is eighty dollars a groom, and it's going to be an hour and a half pet, you know, you're going to quote them between one hundred and twenty and one hundred and fifty, in order to uh, to give yourself some leeway. Now, you know, once that client becomes a regular customer, then you know the condition of the dog. You know, you're going to be in there every two, four, or six weeks, and if you're not, you just fire them because that's, you know, you don't want to go any longer than six weeks. So you already know about what you're going to be into then. So then, then you're going to have a, a set price based on mm -hmm. that dog's going to take an hour, hour and a half, two hours, whatever, whatever it is. Well, but that so, first quote, you always want to quote a range just to cover yourself. Yeah, that's, that's, and, and, you know, and, and so many things that you're talking about, John, and, and, you know, one of the things we want to make sure is that for all of our brick and mortar salon friends out there as well, you know, we're not necessarily saying that mobile is any better or any worse than brick oh, and mortar. It's just a different not. career path and different. Exactly. It's, 
it, it simply lo looking at it this way, it's a, just a different business model. So it's not right. all things for all people. But I think some of the some of the principles you're talking about, I think it probably for our Hey Joe listener audience out there that is brick and mortar salon, some of these principles could be at least attempted or tried or probably very viable for brick and mortar. I mean, you could still do the price per hour in a brick and mortar. Sure. And, and a lot of this stuff we're going to talk about today is transferable. I mean, it, you know, it would work um, for a for a uh, for a shop uh, as well. And and not everybody is a mobile grooming customer. There's always going to be shop customers. That, that's yeah. you know, that'll never change. Yeah. These and, businesses and you share the market for sure. Yeah. And there's so much business out there. I mean, shops can attest to this. I mean, you know, everybody's busy. Um, you know, we wish we had uh, another million or so groomers in the market because right now there's a there's a groomer. Well, has been a groomer shortage for a while. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, these, a lot of this will translate over and, um, you know, the, the shop customer and the, and the mobile customer are, are really, you know, in our experience are, are just two different people. Right. Two different creatures for sure. And, and, you know, yeah. so when you're talking about pricing per hour, uh, and, and, and again, this is, let's say uh, Betty pet groomer out there. Uh, she's got a single uh, van, single mobile grooming unit. She's doing awesome, right? Her book is full and she decides And on, on our previous podcast, I know we did talk about, um, uh, uh, at the time, at what at what time do you uh, add another van to your fleet? At what time do you become a fleet? You know, uh, more than yeah. one van, I guess, is a fleet, right? So, yeah. Um, but so pricing by the hour, I would imagine that that's got to help uh, also with the compensation of maybe groomers that work for you as well. Is it easier to? Oh, figure absolutely. Out? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the it, it it's the same as if you were a, an owner operator or if you were an employee. Um, you know, you want to price yourself by the hour because that, you know, it, it's going to depend on how long it takes to do the pet. If you just price it by breed, you know, you could, you could wind up finding yourself in a mess and, you know, now you've, you know, you spent two hours grooming a 45 minute pet and you got the 45 minute pet price. So, mm -hmm. um, pricing by the hour and, and, you know, there's a way to do it and it's still priced by breed. You know, you know, if it's um, if it's a, you know, well taken care of pet and it's a, you know, name the pet, you know about how long it's going to take to groom. So you could still say, you know, for a boxer, it's X, Y, Z. But, um, you know, the, the easiest way to do it is in, in, is how long is it going to take to groom the pet and then price it accordingly. Right. You can do that in a shop or a mobile. It's, you know, it, it translates. And, you know, the whole thing boils down to the, the old adage, time is money. So, um, you know, that's, that's why, you know, we recommend, uh, pricing by the, by the hour. Well, and, and so you started to hint to, uh, what you call the second key to success, which is selling your benefits. And right. you know, I've been, I've been in the industry for quite some time and I've been in sales for even longer. And one of the things that I know for a fact is that the only question that a customer, or I guess all all customers for that matter, know to ask is how much does it See, they don't right. know to ask anything else. They're uneducated or uninitiated. And that's our job, right? To fill in those, mm -hmm. the two gaps. But, you know, that's, I, I don't know, 90, 95, 100% of the time, probably the first question out of their mouth is how much? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's common. The phone will ring and how much to do my, uh, you know, how much to do my Shih Tzu. Um, and, and then I tell everybody else, the last thing out of your mouth is a dollar amount. So what you will do is you'll uh, you'll say, well, let me tell you about my service. You know, I come directly to your door. I'm fully self-contained, uh, a warm hydro massage bath, a blowout, you know, one-on-one -on -one with the pet the whole time. I mean, there's a whole litany of things that you go through. So you 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 sell your benefits, and then um, when you're when you when you get through that, 
you say, um, you know, I'll be in your area on Wednesdays. Would you like a morning or afternoon appointment? Well, and the reason you, you do that is because, um, you know, if you say, would you like to set an appointment? You can, there's an answer to that. No. All right. No, right. I don't want an appointment. But if you say, would you like a morning or afternoon appointment? You can't answer that with no. You have two choices. You have morning or afternoon. In the in the in the sales book, that's called a trap close. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you trap them. You got either you got morning or afternoon. Now, if they still balk, then you go to phase two of selling your benefits, and that's selling yourself. First, you sell the benefits of mobile grooming. Then, you, if that you know if you don't get the the appointment, then then you go to sell yourself. Well, I've been grooming for X number of years. I went to so and so academy. You know, I get to continue education that shows I'm a competitive, you know, whatever your, your benefits are selling yourself. And then when you get to that point you ask again, you know, Wednesdays morning or afternoon, and then, uh, uh, you know, then you can, you can go ahead and quote a price because as you start explaining to them the benefits of mobile grooming, that $50, um, groom starts going up in their head mm-hmm. because you're listing all the benefits. So that $50 starts going up and up and up and up. So that way, when you hit them with well, eighty-five dollars, there's it. less sticker shock. That's all. That's yeah, like, I, would have I get all that for eighty-five dollars. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's and, and it's not that hard to do. I mean, we even supply people with a sample phone script. You know, that when they call and ask this, this is what you say, mm-hmm. and you know, they of course they're they're able to you know take all the liberty they want, and and uh, you know if I'm if I'm uh, have a customer and her name's uh, Betty. I say, well, you know, here's the sample phone script, but I want you to Bettyize it, you know, make it more personal for you. And then, you know, you, you kind of keep that handy as a little cheat sheet when your phone rings and pretty soon, you know, it just becomes second nature. Well, and, 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 and what I really like about that is that you are, you're teaching us that asking questions is really, you know, there's, there's a, a, a tried and true adage that says the person that's asking the question is usually the one that's controlling the conversation. And yep. uh, uh, I think it's really great that you're teaching us that asking the questions in order to identify what uh, what you're what you're talking about is is establishing a value uh, for not only the service but why you're the best provider for that service. And and I think you said a moment ago, not everybody's cut out to be a mobile customer. And and really, it sounds like you're giving our our listener audience out there and anybody contemplating mobile grooming as a career path is you're giving them a license to say that's okay. Not everybody yeah. is, not everybody's cut out to be a mobile groomer and not everybody's cut out to be a mobile grooming customer. And, and that's true. And, and we, you know, we tell people, look, if you book one out of 10 phone calls, you're doing great. Is and, that right? And, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and well, the phone is, the phones ring like crazy. I mean, we, <laughs> people will come here and get their van and on the way home, you know, they're, they're a Florida customer in Tennessee, their phone's ringing. <laughs> can you come and groom my dog or they stop for gas and people walk up to him. Can you come and groom my dog? Happens all the time. But, um, you know, the, the whole idea of selling your benefits is, you know, showing value. Um, you know, I, I come to your house. I don't need anything but the pet. I'm fully self-contained. I'm one-on-one with the pet the entire time. Is that something that appeals to you? Mm-hmm. You know, there's the question. Who's going to say no. Right. You know, um, a, a, a warm hydrosage mat, bath and a, and a blow dry, is that something that sounds appealing to you? Well, you know, who's going to say no to that? So as you go through these, uh, these benefits, you know, you're, you're constantly probing and finding out what's important to them. And, and basically everything you list as a benefit is going to be something they're, they're pleased with, they like. Well, and it's, again, it's, it's depending on what their priorities are. And I, and I, and I, I use this 
you know, I do a lot of seminars and a lot of consulting and teaching uh, uh, folks. And, and one of the things I say, listen, don't involve yourself in a spending equation. What I mean by that is just because you can't afford something doesn't mean that your customers can't afford it. Right. right. So don't, you know, maybe before you were a mobile dog groomer, you know, maybe the thought of having a groomer, uh, a groomer pull up in your driveway and, and charge you a hundred dollars, you thought was preposterous. Now the tables have turned and you're in that role, but don't think yeah. that, and, 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 and uh, back to the uh, affluence type of thing. You know, I have, I've been, uh, I've had a pleasure working in this business for over three decades. And one of the things that, uh, one of the things that we uh, have always seen is that it depends on where the person puts the customer, the pet parent puts the priorities. I have seen people pull up in vehicles that look like they live in it, right? And drop a thousand dollars on a dog's training. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or, yeah. or, or yeah. a deluxe stay in, in, in a penthouse in a, in, in a high-end pet resort, you know? So, sure. uh, you know, they do come in all shapes and sizes, but to your point, mm -hmm. you know, uh, try to level the playing field, give yourself the best chance of, 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 of possibility, target those neighborhoods where you think that the people are not cutting their grass. And right. Well, that and, the, and you know, the, the, the pets anymore aren't really pets. They've been humanized. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that, over the last decade or 15, well, actually probably longer than that, 15 years or so, that, you know, the, the humanization, quote unquote, of pets is, is, is really, really taken on um, a life. And, you know, there's, there's other things that are going to get, get, put to side put aside or even you know canceled because fluffy's going to get taken care of so mm -hmm. um you know what people have to understand is that pets are going to be taken care of and um people don't mind pampering their pets so um you know there's there's if you sell your benefits right and make them understand exactly what they're getting for the for the the amount they're spending uh, you have you stop showing value and the value is there well, and I, you know, and I, and I've said this, I think on every podcast, but definitely on, on years before we're, my wife and I, we are that customer, right? We have, we have turned into that customer. Our dog wears, <laughs> right. our dog wears pajamas when it's cold out and, and, and we yeah. do, we have a mobile groomer pull up in our driveway and her, and, and, and I can tell it's a, it's a, it's a wagon tails uh, unit and uh, she's great. You know, great. She, so, so we're, we're definitely spoiled by it for sure. So th talking about those neighborhoods, right. And, and where to target and, um, I think on our, on another podcast, when we spent some time together, you called, you called this practice clustering appointments. Is that right. so? So the third, the third key to success is, uh, uh, proper scheduling. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. What the biggest, another big mistake that's made is that you set yourself up too large of a service area Ooh. and it's common, you know, people do that. We, we try to, we try to, uh, you know, make, make sure that they're not doing that, but, there's a couple of things that you run into when you start out with too big of a service area. First, you're doing when you're first getting started, you're going to have to do a little zigzagging around your territory just because you need to fill your book. You know, you try to keep them on a, in, in that cluster. But um, you, if you set too big of a service area, the next thing you know is you're fully booked and you're doing too much traveling. So you start shrinking the service area. And in order to shrink the service area, you have to drop customers that are too far out. And start, you know, adding ones that are closer in, and you really don't want to do that. It, it's, you know, you're not really doing a service to yourself, and uh, you know, it, 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 the easiest thing to do is is just look at the area that you're in, and we help you with this, and um, you know, get your service area set up, and then get everything set into um, clusters. So. Mondays you'll be in a certain area. I think that goes back to you know the when you were doing the the clothes to get them to get them to set an appointment. You know I'm in your area on Wednesday, so you'll have certain areas of your territory that you're in on certain days of the week. 
that allows you to go to one area, groom all day, and go home. So that is the key to what we call efficient routing and scheduling. Routing and scheduling kind of go hand in hand. <clears throat> scheduling is the time. Routing is the direction you take uh, on, on in your van to get there. So um, scheduling um, or setting up a service area that's manageable, uh, that works, is a key. Now, uh, you know, not everybody is in a, a clustered or a tightly packed metropolitan area. So, um, you know, if you're more of a rural area, then we call what we have, call hub and spoke. So the hub is where you live. And you go out uh, on Wednesdays and maybe you hit um, um, uh, Joeville. And then uh, Tuesdays, you're in Johnville. And three Thursdays, you're in Bettyville. So you just, you know, you set it up like that so that you're, again, you know, you may have to drive, you know, 15 or 20 miles to get to Joeville, but you're there all day. Mm -hmm. So that way you're, you're cutting down on the amount of time you spend driving and you lower your fuel costs at the same time. So what you want to be sure and do is just, you know, set yourself up right going in. And there's routing and scheduling software out there. Um, Navigroom is one that I'm familiar with that's really slick. So you can you can do that, use those to start out with. Um, you know, it's it's good to do that as you build your client base because that'll kind of keep you on the straight and narrow and, and keep you focused on, uh, you know, being efficient when you when you schedule. Um, right. You and know, I'll, you, I'll tell you, there are, there are there are people. Uh, uh, you, you, the Joe listener audience out there might be saying, well. What if somebody's just not available on Wednesdays and, and mm -hmm. you know, they're going to demand that I come on Thursdays, but Thursdays I'm in Johnville. I'm not in Joe. Yeah. And I right. think, I think you, I, I know, I know where you're going to go with this, but I think people are going to be oddly surprised that, that are, are pleasantly surprised that it's amazing. Just the same as, as prioritization of funds. They also prioritize their tasks and their schedule based on mm -hmm. what's the most important. So if, I know for a fact that we have moved, <laughs> uh, we've moved a lot of things out of our calendar in order to make sure that we were in the uh, uh, rotation or on the schedule for, for our little dog's grooming according to his mobile groomer's schedule. Because right. you don't want to fall out of rotation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, you never get back in if you do. Well, no, but, I had um, to wait six weeks just to get started <laughs> with her, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. Most of them have a waiting list and it's not uncommon to, you know, you, you, you place a phone call to one and, and I encourage the, the audience to just go to wagontails.com. We've got a, um, basically we have a, it's a groomer locator um, we use to uh, drive business to our clients and, um, you know, just, just go on there, put in your zip code or put in any zip code and, and call one. You're likely to get a, a voicemail that says something like, hi, this is Susie with Susie's Zoom and Groom. Uh, if you're a new client, don't leave a message. I'm not taking on new clients right now. If you're an existing <laughs> client, you know, leave one. It, it's, and that's not uncommon. I mean, it's, it's more common than not. I mean, just try it. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's something you'll, you'll, you know, might amaze you. But um, the other thing about, you know, if you're in Joeville and Johnville, if they're kind of in between, then you can kind of work them into either one of those days. And the other thing too, is it's not, it's not uncommon at all to have a key to the house or garage door code, the checks on the kitchen table, the dogs in the crate. So, you know, the customer, you know, a lot of times the client's not even home. Have you been so, to my house? Um, That's exactly what happens <laughs> in my place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you, you really, you become a member of the family. I mean, you're, you're Fluffy's caretaker and you know, you're, there's a lot of love for Fluffy's caretaker. 
So John, let me ask you a question. So, you know, a lot of the conversation, uh, uh, you know, a lot of the conversation we have is, is we're kind of uh, helping people to kind of lay the groundwork, but I know mm -hmm. that there's some Hey Joe listener uh, audience members out there that are already established mobile grooming operators. And right. what if something's just a little out of whack? How do they, as far as, let's say they're scheduling, right? And what if they're already a mobile, how do they tweak it to, to make it work better for them? Any, any tips there? Yeah. I mean, it, it basically, a lot of it's just driven by common sense. Um, you know, if you've got somebody that's, that, you know, you need to move generally, you just explain to them what's going on. And, um, you know, you say, look, I, I, you know, I just, it's, it's almost impossible for me to work fluffy in on Thursdays. Can I move you to Tuesdays? And a lot of times they'll just say, yeah, sure. You know, it, it's not that big a deal. Um, you know, if they're adamant that they can't do it, then, you know, you're, gonna, you're, you're going to replace them basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. there's, there's so much service out there. I mean, you, you're really in control. The, the client doesn't need to know that, but you really control it. You control where you are, when you go there, um, how much you, how much you charge. I mean, you're, you're completely in control. And I tell people all the time, if you're working too hard, it's your own fault. Again, it goes back to me telling you how to say that two letter word. No, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, once, once you're booked up and, and you, if you can't get them to move, you, you just have to, you just have to let them go. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's really, it's one of the hardest things groomers struggle with is, firing a client now it's a little easier if the client's a jerk or if the dog's nuts but you know you become attached to the, to the animals we we get that i mean you know everybody does that and um you know sometimes you have to make that that hard decision to uh to, to let them go and it's, yeah. it's tough it really is so one of the uh, the next uh, keys to success and uh well actually before we get there one of the things i wanted to do kind of just taking a half a hop back to pricing I know uh -huh. that, uh, uh, you know, it's not easy to do math while people are listening to their earbud, right. <laughs> but I know that uh, if you want to kind of explore how many dogs a day and how do I pay my, my, the, the loan on my van and, and how do I make money after that, uh, sure. Wagon Tales has a, an equation that I'm sure that if they just reached out to you, you can walk them through that, that oh, uh, happy equation yeah. on a time when it's, it, it, you know, we have a little, they have a little bit more time to kind of explore that nest. Uh, uh, specific questions to them and their in their business. So I just want to uh, take a half a hop back to remind people that listen uh, when we go when we talk about pricing, uh, John and his team can help you through that. So just a quick reminder to our listeners out there, this is the Hey Joe podcast. Uh, we are talking today to John Stockman at Wagon Tales. Uh, you can go to the website at wagontails.com. Uh, uh, that's W A G N tails.com or if you're driving and you can't remember that it's easier for you to remember our website at paragonpetschool.com please go there and you can find out all of the information necessary and and get the links right over to uh to speak to john and at the team at wagon tails we're talking about the seven keys of success for mobile uh grooming businesses and we're on now to our next key of success and that is rebooks and reminders and i know for the grooming uh uh audience out there the hey joe audience out there it's kind of a dumb movement, right? That's the V8, you know, slap your forehead kind of moment. Of course, rebooks and reminders are going to be important, but probably <laughs> never as much maybe as in mobile because especially, John, as, as we get to maybe no-shows and last-minute cancellations, I mean, that can, boy, that can put a real hole in your day, couldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it can mess things up pretty good. The, the key with rebooks and reminders, and the reason that we have it as one of our seven keys, 
is that with mobile, you know, you've got a set schedule. You've got them on a two or four week schedule. And, um, you know, it's important that they stick to that schedule because, you know, you, you, it's, it's, it's hard to, you know, fill a hole if somebody just uh, decides to cancel at the last moment. So, um, you know, the first part of this is two, four or six week schedule. That is the maximum is six weeks. If they want to go eight weeks, you know, 10 weeks, once a year dogs, OAY dogs go. I tell people all the time, look, eight week, 10 week, 12 week, once a year dogs, those are in the rear view mirror. You don't have those anymore. So you have to get them on a two, four, six week schedule. You got to get the rebook. And um, it's not uncommon for people to book out six months in advance. We have groomers that, that have people on an annual schedule. So um, getting that schedule put together um, is, is key, but the rebooks and reminders so that you don't have the no-shows and the cancellations is absolutely critical. Um, when you return that dog to the owner, um, first of all, it's the most wonderful pet you've ever met in your life, <laughs> and you absolutely love it. You know, it's just like a kid, you know, who doesn't like to hear how great your kid is. <laughs> my, well, I got news for all of you others out there, all the other pet parents. My dog is the best dog in the whole world. My <laughs> no, mobile groomer tells me that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, shucks. you know, little fluffy is just fantastic. And you, you've already got, you just, you know, when you hand the pet back, say, okay, same time next month, just assume the rebook. Hand them the appointment card with presumptive the date on language, presumptive language, right? Exactly. Exactly. You assume that rebook and, and make sure, you know, if they balk at it, say, look, I am, I am booked up. When you call and want to try to set an appointment, it may take, and you can attest to this, Joe, it may take me six weeks to work, work in your schedule or I'm fully booked. I can't, you know, I can't take on another client. So, you know, make sure they understand that even if you're starting out, I call it a little white lie, but it's going to be true within about three, six, nine months, depending on, you know, your, your business. But, you know, it's not uncommon to get fully booked in, in three, four months. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you want to make sure that they understand that, you know, you, when, you, when you call, even if it's one of your first clients and you get them right in, say, you know, it, it, you were lucky because I had a cancellation or was able to get you right in. Mm -hmm. So what you want to do is assume the rebook, make sure they've got the appointment card, and then even though you've handed them that appointment card, um, you want to make sure that you have to do a reminder, remind clients of their upcoming appointments. Now, some of the automated scheduling systems like, um, like Navigroom do that for you. They send out texts automatically and all that stuff. But you want to be able to email, email call, text, but you got to do the reminder. And, um, you know, you want to get them two days in advance, three days in advance, send them another one. If, you know, if you don't get a confirmation, you know, hit them again. But, you know, you've got to make sure that, you know, they aren't they aren't pulling no shows because it totally messes up your day, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, that that eighty five dollars, you know, there was an hour window there or, or depending on the, your schedule where you should have booked a dog and made eighty five dollars. Now you're making nothing. So yeah. it's important that they understand it now in time, you know, that that just all becomes automatic. Um, but you, but you need to have a cancellation policy, you know, if, if you have to let them know going in, um, you know, when you do that, when you do that first trip there and you're giving the dog back, make sure they understand, you know, your, here's your appointment. We're confirming it right now. We'll let you, we'll remind you, but there's a 24 hour cancellation policy because you will, you will have a list of people that you can, you know, you can, you can work in if you do get a cancellation. 
So do you but, charge, uh, do you recommend charging? A, a absolutely. A yeah. Yeah. You okay. got to charge them for it and you charge them, uh, you, you charge them a, a full groom fee. Is that right? So it's as whether they got their dog groomed or not, that's what you, yep. that's one of your recommendations. Yep. I recommend that. Now, um, that's the policy you set in place. Are you always going to follow it? No. I mean, if it's a great client and they just, you know, something happened, you know, you, you have to, you have to use common sense, apply common sense to it, but you need to make sure that they, they understand the policy starting out so that, you know, you, they don't just think, you know, it's no problem. It just blow you off. It won't cost me anything. Make sure they know that there's a penalty there. Right. Right. And, and it's not uncommon that, you know, you, you'll get people that'll do that a couple of times in a row, fire them, move on. You know, you, you don't have time for people like that. You can't be jacking around with, with customers who don't respect your time. Right. No, it's, 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 it's a, uh, it's a fair way of approaching business. It's not, you know, it's not holding it over their head. It's just uh, treating yourself fairly as well. And one of yeah. the, you know, and, and again, it's, it's, it's your profession, right? So it, it's what, it's what you do. So, you know, it kind of leads us into uh, uh, the next key for success. And that is, and I got to tell you, this is probably in all of these things, <laughs> my biggest stickler. Okay. And that is, Oh, I, I, Yep, I might get a little animated here, right? But it is professional image. And and I can't tell you, you know, you're talking about this affluent neighborhoods. It doesn't have to be like what you call a McMansions. And by the way, yes, I live in a, 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 a modest home. And, uh, but I do realign my funding or my financial uh, uh, priorities to afford mobile grooming. <laughs> so yeah. I don't live in a McMansion. But I will tell you that that if you are serving this type of clientele, I, I would bet that not that the professional image, not only of yourself, but also your unit needs mm -hmm. to match what the neighborhood is. Can you imagine? I mean, I, I would probably fire the best mobile groomer I would have if she pulled up <laughs> in a jalopy. Yeah. For your young people out there, go look that one up. You'll have to Google it, but it's an old broken down <laughs> vehicle. Uh, but it, it's got to, it, it's got to almost match the property in which it's pulling up on. Yeah. There's, um, you know, the, the, the key to getting the price that you deserve is uh, not only your skill as a groomer, but what you pull in the driveway. Um, and I'm not saying you have to have a brand new wagon tails, but it has to be clean. It has to look good. You can't have things falling off of it. You can't have oil leaks in the driveway, that kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, image, image is everything, especially that first impression. And, you know, what we encourage our, our, um, our clients to do is when they have their first grooming appointment is to bring, the, bring the, the pet parent out and show them the van so that they understand what's going on in there, that it's just not a van with a, you know, a tub of water in there, you know, that it's <laughs> a blue kitty pool. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. They, you know, that, because you're going to, you're going to give them a very good impression there and, you know, you want, you want to look your best. You know, you want to make sure, and you know, we understand the dog grooming. You know, you get wet and everything else, but um, yeah, it's just, it's just, um, it's you want to have a positive reflection on your business and services that you provide, and um, you know, that first impression is important. You know, you want to have graphics that look good; they're clean, they're not peeling off. Um, you want to have that same brand image float through the rest of your your business and marketing, your website, your social media, any kind of advertising, you know, you want to, you want to stay with it within those branding guidelines. Uh, what we do with, with our in-house graphics department is we provide our clients once we, once we have their graphic design done, we provide them with, with files so that they can get business cards, letterhead, 
trifold flyers, whatever they want, that that matches that. Some of them get their logos embroidered on their uh, on their um, on their outfits and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you want to keep the keep the vehicle clean inside and out. Um, and we've got an onboard, you know, uh, um, vacuum system that you know you can do that. But um, you know, they're they're profa- they're they're paying a premium price, and that sets a level of expectations, and you have to meet or exceed those ex- expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 it's that whole professional image. You know, it doesn't stop with just the person, but it does include also the vehicle. It does include uh, the sound of the vehicle, the emissions from the vehicle, and. And, and, and so now we start kind of getting into another, uh, another success factor, which is maintenance. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I, I kind of, maybe, and I, I might've went off script a little bit here, but when I think of maintenance, of course, you know, it's, uh, 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 it's not only, you know, if you think about maintenance, you might be thinking, okay, I've got to get my tires rotated. I've got to get my oil changed, that sort of thing. Of course, that is important. And of course, it's there's a big also, part of that, that that a lot of people don't don't pay attention to. And that's maintain yourself. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Tom, did I step look, on you there, Joe? I'm sorry if I did. <laughs> no, dude, this is I, no, we really get along well. I mean, it, it, again, it's, it's, it's kind of back to my one of those big sticklers, right? And so yeah, so to tell me about maintenance of, of you know, physical, mental equipment, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, well, maintenance of the vehicle is important. I mean, you know, you, 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 as soon as you have an issue where you, you can't groom because something happened to the vehicle, um, then it throws your whole schedule into chaos. And you're going to do an overtime because you got to go back and catch up with people because you missed a day or what have you. So, um, you know, we give you all the recommended maintenance schedules and we, we've got a full-time customer care manager that's just, you know, a phone call away. And, and the last time we tracked it, it was 87% of the phone calls that came in on a daily basis were taken care of over the phone and they're right back on track. But um, it, the important thing that I want to stress here is to maintain yourself. Our business model calls for six dogs a day, five days a week, all right? But we also have want you to schedule four weeks of vacation time in there. This is hard work. I mean, people think it's oh, playing wait. puppies all day long. Wait it is physical labor. Wait a minute. Dog, so, groomers, yeah. dog groomers taking four weeks of vacation. Really? I mean, that's coming yeah. 11 months out of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah that's important. Sure. Yeah. I mean, okay. that's, you know, when you look at our business model, um, you know, we, we put four weeks in there. Now, you got you to you gotta be smart how you schedule those. Um, you know, you don't want to schedule over the holidays because the holidays, you know, from Thanksgiving to New Year, you're going to be, uh, it's going to be insanely busy. But yeah, you want to definitely schedule vacation time. I mean, it's important for you to take time off. I, a lot of people, you know, I say, you know, get a good chiropractor. Go see the chiropractor at least once a month. Or, you know, go get a mani-pedi, you know, take care of, take care of your body and take care of your brain. Um, you know, burnout is something that can happen in mobile because they don't learn the, the two-letter word that I tell them to learn. No. They don't know how to say no. Okay. And before you know it, they're doing 8, 10, 12 dogs a day, and it's like, good Lord, you're going to kill yourself. Well, that and, goes back to our previous podcast about the myths, right? About yeah, right. over town and I've got to groom 12 dogs a day. And so yeah, if, you guys haven't, right. if you guys haven't listened to that, go listen to that podcast. Yeah, that's a good podcast. It, it's got the myths and it's got the benefits to the pet, to the pet parent and to the groomer. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's important that you, you know, that you take care of yourself. I mean, this, this is tough physical labor and you really have to be sure that you, you take care of yourself. 
and and going back to pricing, we have a lot of customers that control demand. You know, they're not they don't want to add bands to the fleet. They don't want to have employees. They're happy being an owner operator, but they're too busy, or they've got the phone is ringing off the hook. They got 70 people on a waiting list. Control demand with price. First thing you do, raise your price 10 bucks. Yeah. And you'll be surprised. I, I I deal with people all the time that price themselves too low, and I'm working with them. Sometimes it takes several months or even a year to get their pricing in line with where it ought to be. And I say, well, I would, I want, the first thing I want you to do is everybody across the board raise their price $10. Oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. I'm going to lose all these customers. They don't lose any, or they lose two or three. And usually the ones they lose are the ones they want to lose. Yeah. So um, you can control your demand with price. We've got a, uh, you know, we're in, in the, Granger, Indiana, we're really part of South Bend. I mean, there's probably, I don't know, 150,000 people. We're not a giant metropolis. But uh, one of our mobile groomers won't even roll in your driveway for less than 100 bucks. And she's busy. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's one way to control uh, uh, demand is with price. But anyway, I go back to the, you know, to the maintenance thing. You know, take care of your body. Take care of yourself. Take care of your mind. Take some time off. Don't burn yourself out. Don't schedule more dogs than you, you know, than you can physically do. You know, six dogs a day, five days a week. In a lot of cases, you're you're only going to two or three houses that day. Right, multiple most dog people, families, right? Or, yeah, or because, pet families. Mobile, yeah, mobile grooming, uh, you know, lends itself to that simply because it's so much easier for them. You might start at 8 o'clock in the morning be home at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, that's uh, not uncommon. And we talked about it before. Don't think of those, home, those households only having dogs. So right. oh, you, yeah. might, you might want to learn from, uh, you know, a company or a, a, an organization like the National Cat Grooming uh, right. Association from Danelle German and her group about how to groom cats. And yep. voila, you just opened up a whole new channel uh, <laughs> yeah. of, of, of mobile grooming because it might actually even give you a competitive advantage. Not to, you know, not that you're going to be out there, you know, pounding bricks, you know, begging for clients, but yeah. what a great way. If you're already in the driveway, oh my God. Oh, yeah. Well, cat owners, um, cat owners uh, tend to be a little bit different breed too. There's people that just have cats, and we have cat-only groomers, and you get a great premium price for cats. And and uh, uh, going back to Ms. German, um, they they have a a um, it's called a Caddyshack vac that we actually install in our vans. Is basically a um, you know go go uh, Google Caddyshack vac. You'll see it's a it's basically a a thing that keeps the cat in one spot while you're drying and, and grooming. Um, it's really pretty slick, but you know, you can charge a premium for cats. The other thing is big dogs. Most mobile groomers, you know, draw the line at 35 pounds or even smaller. Um, so, you know, people that are, uh, you know, young and strong, you know, they'll do nothing but big dogs and you can charge a premium for big dogs. I mean, people, people think because their dog is big, it should cost more. Um, you know, you, it may take you an hour to do a lab, but because the lab's big, they expect to pay more. So instead of charging them 80 bucks, charge them 120, they'll pay it. <laughs> if they expect to pay more, let them pay more. Yeah. yeah. There's no reason you should deny them that satisfaction. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know it, it's, but yeah, it, going back to, you know, taking care of yourself. I mean, it, it, what you don't want to do is burn yourself out. I mean, you started in this business because you love pets and grooming. Then don't lose your passion, you know, mm-hmm. control what you control your schedule um you know take care of the vehicle but also you know be sure to take care of yourself that's so important so the seventh key to success so this is seven out of seven and it just happens to be very <laughs> near and dear to my heart uh, yeah because, you know, because this too. podcast is brought to you by paragon school of pet grooming and mm-hmm. uh and, and and even our sister company learn to groom dogs.com 
which is a monthly subscription service. It is all based on uh, this 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 term we throw around a paragon, which is education is everything. And your your seventh key to success is continuing your education. So to never stop learning. And here's you know here's I think one of the areas that mobile groomers have to make sure that they pay attention to is that you are on your own. You are. Uh, you are, you have an audience of one, which is yourself all day, every day, right? And sometimes that's not for everybody, but I think there's certainly some benefits of, that outweigh that. But uh, you're not around very many people. So, you know, you, you're not in a shop uh, uh, atmosphere. You don't have colleagues uh, uh, surrounding you every day. And some of you would be like, yes, that would be awesome. <laughs> um, while others, I think it could put you in a, in a certain disadvantage. So, uh, it's necessary to focus and, and put effort behind continuing your education. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, there's no doubt about that, and that's true uh, with shops as well. Um, but yeah, I, I think the, the the thing you highlighted there with with uh, mobile is you know you're you're on your own. So um, yeah, you, you you know you might want to go to grooming competitions, you want to go to seminars, you want to go to grooming shows. Um, you know, there's there's constant training on grooming techniques. If you don't own notes from the grooming table, you're missing out. So get that. Um, but you know, there's there's all kinds of uh, at um, trade shows. There's so much there for you to learn. New products, all right. New techniques, new ways to manage the business, new ways to manage your clients. Social media. I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on. Um, you know, it's important that you keep your skills polished. You know, you're you're providing a premium at-home service to a client and they expect you to know the latest techniques and, and whatnot. And, and all it's going to do is make you smarter, more efficient, and what comes with, with more efficiency, better bottom line. Right. Right. Well, and, 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 and to my point earlier too, is that we have a lot, a lot of our members of learn to groom dogs.com. You can find that information on Paragon school of pet grooming or paragonpetschool.com or learn. And then the number two, learn to groom dogs.com. Uh, because you are on your own, you don't necessarily have somebody you can ask, Hey, I've got a client asking for this. How do I, how do I do that? Or, uh, uh, I've got a breed or a style that the pet parent is asking for. And I, and I'm, I'm just, I don't remember how to do that. Or I, I haven't done it in a long time. Well, our learn to groom dogs.com members simply pull that up on their iPad in their mobile mm -hmm. unit. Yeah. And they have over 600 videos right there at their fingertips so that they're never alone in their, in their mobile unit. So, uh, but it, again, it's a way of continuing their education. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's, it's great that you mentioned that we have, uh, we have an option for a TV and a DVD player in all of our vans. <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, I, I, you know, they, they say, Oh yeah, I need a TV and a DVD player. And, and, and they say, you know, in, in case there's a, a breed I haven't done in a while, I can pop the CD in and refresh myself. I see. Yeah, oh, that's a great idea. Of course, you know, Oprah will never be on that. Will it? <laughs> oh no, never. They're not watching. No, never. They're not watching uh -huh. daytime. <laughs> you know, they're probably just, they're probably only watching learn to groom dogs.com. Um, yeah, it's it's basically you know it's noise in the background. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, and two now I would encourage you when you're putting TVs in these, put smart TVs so that they can connect to the internet, right? And and they can go, <laughs> yeah. to, our, and they can go to our platform. Sorry, there's lots of right. plugs in the last part. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so, that well, there's a new selling technique for me. Hey, you can uh, plug into yeah. Yeah, you happen to know somebody. You got you've got a connection. Now, <laughs> yeah, right? I do. I can help you out with that. Let me give you a website. <laughs> 
So, you know, um, I, so here's the thing. If, if, if the Hey Joe listener audience out there, if you guys have not gleaned uh, uh, information from this podcast uh, that help you not only uh, uh, maybe in a previous podcast, consider do I do mobile? Do I not? What career path do I go down? If you choose mobile grooming, uh, uh, Wagon Tails is certainly one of the premier choices for you to consider. And these seven keys to success are a great way to put you on the right track uh, uh, to, to uh, not only having a thriving business, but also having uh, a thriving uh, health all the way around financial business uh, and, and the like. And, you know, John, uh, you are prepared to offer the Hey Joe listener audience kind of a really cool special offer, just uh, kind of exclusive, right, to the Hey Joe listener audience if they uh, tell them about the offer and how to how to redeem it. Yeah, I just um, before we get to that, I just want to say, look, if if you're a mobile groomer now and you don't have a wagon tails, um, you know, if, if you need some help, don't don't hesitate to call us. I mean, we we promote the grooming industry. We want to take care of groomers, so it doesn't matter if you have a wagon tails or not. And if you do have a wagon tails and you didn't buy it from us, um, it doesn't matter. Uh, get with us, get registered, get it to you in our database. We'll take care of you with parts, service, sales. Um, we'll, we'll consult with you. I mean, we're, we're basically like a franchise. We just don't stick our hand in your pocket every month. So, you know, we'll help you launch, operate, grow, whatever you need. We're happy to do it because, you know, we want to help groomers. That's, that's uh, so, um, part of the, uh, part of this, uh, what, what Joe mentioned, our, our incentive or our, our freebie is, uh, anybody that buys a new wagon tails van between now and the end of the year, we will give you a free Christensen cool dry. Uh, it's a $486 value. And we will do that absolutely free. You just have to remember the the uh, the code, the secret code. <laughs> Share it with everybody. You don't have to just get it off the podcast. But please encourage your friends to listen to Hey Joe. Uh, but if you uh, remember the phrase "Lucky Leo," uh, you get that four hundred eighty-six dollar uh, Christensen Cool Dry installed in your van, absolutely at no charge. And uh, just so you know, Leo is our, uh, is, he's Leo the Wonder Dog. He's our mascot. Amy, our marketing manager, brings Leo in every day. Uh, as soon as I get off the phone here and open my door, he'll be sitting here waiting on a treat. So uh, <laughs> He's like, what are you doing in there, man? Who are you talking yeah, to? Yeah, like, why is your door closed? <laughs> and I hear my name, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so again, so lucky Leo is your, is your key to a uh, Christensen Cool Dry at no charge. Well, you know what? I mean, I that's that's a very generous offer, and I hope that the Hey Joe listener audience, uh, uh, lots of them, take you up on on that offer. Um, thanks again, John, for helping us out. Um, this is uh, happy to uh, do it. Happy to do it. Love doing. I know. It. I know that our audience today is going to benefit by your information, and uh, you know, if they choose this as a career path for them. Boy, oh boy, I don't know that uh, I don't know that there's a whole lot that can go wrong. And, you know, thanks to our audience again, the Hey Joe listener audience out there for all of your great questions. Uh, we bring these subject matter experts to you as a result of you asking us to find these uh, uh, to find these experts. And uh, and you do that by asking us questions. And the easiest way to do that is simply emailing us at Hey Joe questions at Paragon petschool.com. Again, it's a simple email to Hey Joe questions at paragonpetschool.com. And you might just hear your topic discussed with an industry expert in the near future. And we highly, highly, highly encourage you to uh, share the podcast with your team members that you work with, uh, friends and family in the industry, and anybody that you think should know about the podcast and who would benefit by listening to it. John, thanks again, man. I really appreciate it. And I know we'll have future podcasts coming up together. Happy to do it. Look forward to the next one. And if you want to know more about mobile grooming, you can either go to the website, give us a call, or uh, you know, get with Joe, and we'll do another Hey Joe and drill down into the details. Fantastic. John, have yourself a great day. I appreciate your help. You too.